0: Welcome back to Art Supply Insiders. My name is Jeff Morrow, and today we're talking with Bandit. Bandit is a Southern California street artist. Bandit, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. How about yourself? Great. Thank you very much for coming on and and talking to our our audience. And what exactly is a street
1: artist? Can you give us a little bit of an overview? Um. Probably the best way to describe anyone who paints outside would be um, someone who literally paints outside work only and not in galleries, uh, primarily large scale murals. Um, You'll see it on sides of freeways, billboards, etc. Anyone who utilizes the outside environment to their advantage to create artwork and beautify an area.
0: That's great. So tell, tell us a little bit, how did you get started? Are you a traditional artist? What'd you do?
1: Yeah. You know, I guess at a young age, I started um, with just drawing even at age three and four. Um, and through high school, I taught myself how to oil paint and do portraits and that evolved into acrylic painting charcoal. Um, I took one class or two in high school, I believe it was, um, that were just the fundamentals of art you know color theory shading lighting um still life and from there there is no school on how to be a street artist so once again taught you know self-taught trial and error wow yeah it's kind of the only way (laughs) so you're not painting
0: these large things with acrylics or oil paints or anything like that, you're using what spray paint? Is that what it is mainly?
1: Primarily. However, a lot of street artists and muralists these days are using acrylic paint and brushes and doing a lot of their murals with with acrylic house paint. You know, you go to Lowe's and you get the oops paint or whatever it is, get your palette and you're using big brushes So I like the effect of how murals turn out with brushes and acrylic paint as well. And I will do that at times. However, spray paint is much more, it's a little faster depending on the scale of the wall, but I use both in some of the murals where I'll use brush work and then I will use the spray to accent and shadow or highlight certain areas.
0: Now, when you're talking about spray, spray paint, is this just the normal spray paint? I could go down to Home Depot and, and, and buy, or is it a special thing?
1: No, I think <clears throat> I could pretty, predom- pretty much speak for everyone or any professional artist using um, spray paint on murals that we typically use the brand Montana. Now, Montana is a, um, a brand based out of Germany and Spain, the Montana 94 line are low-pressure line in cans, so they allow for more control um, when you're painting because the paint does not shoot out as fast or as quick as Krylon or Rust-Oleum. And then on top of that, you have different caps that you can switch out with those cans. So you have your Ultra skinnies, your skinnies, your Medium Cap, and your Fat Cap. And you utilize those tools to your advantage with whatever you are painting. Now, then Montana also has the Montana Gold line, and that's the German line. And they probably have the best palette and widest range of colors to select from. And um, those cans are also low pressure. There's a lot of little tricks you can do with your cans to achieve an effect that you need. You know, some people even f- not freeze them, but refrigerate their cans. So the pressure goes down even lower. Um, a lot of Graffiti artists since the 70s have been cutting their and chiseling their caps to get a finer line or a different fan effect when they're spraying. Um, there's many other companies, I'd say, that branched out from Montana and that were heavily influenced by Montana, such as Loop, Cobra, um, Sugar... There's, I mean, the list goes on. But in my personal opinion, my one, number one go to is Montana 94 line. Wow. That, I had no idea it was that
0: technical. Now, when you say cap, I'm kind of stupid on this stuff. You just mean that little
1: sprayed part that, at the top of the paint can, right? Yeah. Or tips, people call them. Okay. Um, the knot, you know, where the paint actually comes out of. And those are interchangeable. Got it. So okay. does everything that you do, is it all freehand
0: or do you use stencils?
1: Oh, uh, I, it depends on the project. Um, <coughs> stencils are utilized absolutely at times like when you have to be quick or fast. Um, and it, that's more of, I'll use stencils as more of like a play with the wall or having some sort of political commentary. Um, If you're doing large scale murals, honestly, the grid system or projectors work for getting the proportions correct. Cause there's been some walls in Las Vegas or other cities that painted that are over hundred feet and you need to get those proportions correct. Otherwise the entire thing is thrown off. And then at that point we'll even use big paint sprayers that you paint your house with. Those fans are like over two feet. And if you, with the nozzle so you cover a double or triple the surface that you would with cans you have to be smart about like the scale like you have to look at your wall the scale of it and if it's large you want to utilize your time correctly and your supplies and money correctly otherwise you're just going to be doing much more work than you need to
0: now you you mentioned las vegas i i happen to have been in las vegas and seen some of your work it's 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 very close to downtown what were the types of things that they paid you to pay to 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 paint on
1: the sides of these walls um lost god I, i've I don't know how many times I paint in Vegas, but two of the years we were hired from uh, Life is Beautiful Festival, which that uh-huh. sec- takes place every September. And it was aware and I, and we were hired in um, the Fremont District to do a, a few murals, which we did. Um, one was on the 8th and Fremont Street on the old, I think, I forget what hotel it was. It's yeah. abandoned now. And another one was down the street. And, uh, yeah, they just, they hire and bring in international, uh, street artists. You know, there's some big names that have been up in the Las Vegas, uh, life is beautiful festival. So it was, it was actually a really fun one to, to be a part of and got to meet a lot of my heroes, I guess, or <laughs> icons, you know? Well, I got to say it, it. it, it you're self-taught which is
0: amazing and that's going to be um really interesting to our audience because everyone seems to think you got to go to school you got to learn all of this stuff but all along the way from the beginning till now you've just learned on your own
1: yeah you know along the way you have mentors so to speak just like in uh, tattooing you know you have to have someone who has some sort of experience kind of show you the ropes um you know, when I was introduced to street art, it was wee pasting at first, which is painting on paper, creating a paste that sticks to walls. Uh,
0: so do you make your own stencils or do you buy them someplace?
1: Oh, no. Everything is one of a kind cut, uh, original stencil that I draw, hand draw and hand cut. Um, like I said, it, it, they don't make stencils for what I need to do at any store, um, it's human figures, whether it's kids or ki- like something in action playing with the wall. Like you have to be clever with how you play with the wall and utilize the wall that you are um, painting. You know, the best example and probably the most widely recognized street artists of all time would be Banksy. And if you pay attention to how he places his stencils on a wall and interacts with it, that is the best way and best example to um, give right now with with proper stencil work and that's just stencil work. You know street art has so many different mediums and so many different surfaces you can play with and paint on. Wow, well, <clears throat> it's just a
0: whole world that i've I've seen it. I've seen in some um, art galleries, I've seen some really beautiful. Uh, street art, um, but I had no idea it was this technical. So what are your favorite subjects to paint?
1: Uh, that, that really depends. If it's murals, you know, I enjoy, I've always enjoyed Native American imagery, paying homage to Native Americans and respect them. I You know, this is their land so to speak that has been taken from them um if we know the history of america not to get into that but scenery beautiful um animals are great and this is for like murals murals you're not doing anything political you need to tone it down it needs to be bright bold beautiful and enhance the building structure that you're painting on my favorite though is the political uh commentary i've had too much to play with Over the last (laughs) five years, there's been, you know, every day is just your spoon fed something. You just got to watch the news for five minutes. Um, So to me, you know, that's where my passion really is: is to change someone's perspective, possibly, or make them provoke their thinking or thoughts. Even if they're opposed to my message, the idea is to at least say and do something. And it's not much, but there's a ripple effect. One little thing, if you change one person's mind or open their mind a bit, it just has this ripple effect. And then maybe they will to someone else. And then that's, that's how you change. That's how art changes the world. No one artist is going to do it. It's, it's a collective of us influencing others and creating beauty, you know, just to, like, brighten and bring a positive energy out there in this negative, uh, dark world we have created <laughs> yeah you know
0: I can't disagree with you at all and I've talked to many artists and almost every artist a professional artist I've talked to have a point of view and are saying something with their art Correct. and and that's just and, and that's really a, a beautiful thing so tell me how long does it take to complete a piece if you're doing a mural say on the side of a somebody hires you to do it on the side of a
1: wall how long does that take generally it again depends completely and entirely on the size and scale of the wall and how fast you are at painting and how diligent of a pace you work at you got to pace yourself if it's i've had like we'll take the vegas one for an example it was 100 feet by 40 feet tall Mm. that took a good week of us going back and forth on it and i've had Smaller ones, like in Denver, Colorado, last year, took me two days to do. And that was 40 feet by, I don't know, 15. And then, I don't know, I've done stuff in Flint, Michigan, Detroit, Austin, Texas, to New York City last year. Like, you know, and certain ones are stencils, certain ones are commissioned murals, where I do in a day, and some three days, it just really depends, I guess. Do you have any one art piece that you've done that is your favorite? <clears throat> we did a project. Um, God, what was it? Back in 2018. And this is something that was new for all of us because what we did was we went to an old abandoned gold mine out in the Mojave Desert. And we selected seven images. And this was the guy who I painted with in Las Vegas. Aware. And we cut out stencils essentially out of this metal structure. So what we did was we created a negative space by taking away from the structure. So when you Mm. look at it from the outside, it's a, it's the stencil image of a ram. And then at Mm. night we would put lights through it and project the light through the cutout negative spaces. And to me, that was two weeks of work out hard work cutting I mean these these things went from the root bottom to the roof which were about 35 feet tall wow A a lot of cutting and work but that one will always probably and forever be my favorite project because I had to learn how to use angle grinders I had to learn how to use plasma cutters you know and then we painted outside once all the cuts were done we painted the white on that inside space to make it look like a stencil and we all just had to learn at the same, you know, same pace and same time <laughs> to make this happen.
0: Wow, that's, super
1: fun project.
0: That's very very cool stuff. So, right. if our audience would like to see what you do, is there a website or some place that they can go to
1: look at the art that you've produced? A good avenue would be my Instagram account, which uh-huh. is um bandit graffiti another website in which that project i just described is on would be the indecline website indecline yeah this is indecline.com um if you just google it it'll pop up probably as the first one and okay. you can watch the videos the videos are are gorgeous you know of, of all the work we've created they're very well done they're cinematic so Oh, tightly that's... packaged goods. <laughs> wow. Well, you know we're coming
0: to the end here, and I I, I got to tell you that I think this is an art form that has been ignored for quite a long time. um, And I really appreciate and our audience appreciates you coming on and educating us. And if I'm sure there are a number of people out there that would love to get into this street art form. And I think you've given them uh, a, a great place to start. So Bandit, thank you very, very much for taking the time to talk with us today.
1: Absolutely, man.
0: My pleasure. You've been listening to the Art Supply Insiders. Check back with us often as we talk about the world of art and craft supplies. If you like these podcasts, be sure to subscribe or follow us on your favorite podcast provider. And we would love to hear from you, so please leave us a review. If you'd like to show your support, please do consider joining our Patreon campaign at patreon.com forward slash Art Supply Insiders. Now go out and create something.